You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. your inside pass to everything Saints football. And the kick is good! We'll take you to places most fans never go. We'll watch from 60! To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season. That is going to be a touchdown! Taysom Hill! Taysom TD! Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again! And guess who? Mike Thomas! Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby! Welcome inside Black and Gold. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak bringing you the latest and greatest on the Saints. I thought, I thought I, my mic was off or something because I saw you doing movement. Those are thumbs up. Those are the positive reactions. Yeah. We got a, a very happy birthday to our, our main man at wide receiver, Chris Olave. We'll be talking about him. Also, uh, Derek Carr had some things to say to the Fresno Bee out in California. Uh, some interesting thoughts on the Raiders and then get a little bit into some free agent possibilities for the black and gold as we get closer, I guess, to training camp. It's still about a month away, which is a long time. But yeah, we're going to get into to Chris Olave, Chris Olive Juice, because I Olive Juice him too. I don't know if someone gets that reference. Great. If not, who could, we'll move on. I think you could also use elephant shoes. But, okay. First things first, I do want to congratulate the LSU fighting Tigers. They, they are the champions. And I also will say that that is my excuse for why our recording schedule has been kind of all over the place and why I have not really had a ton of time to do any real research for this podcast, but that will change. So I appreciate everyone for sticking with us over the last kind of three, four weeks. Cause that's kind of been crazy as if anyone doesn't know it's in the radio business, basically it's like, okay, what's happening right now. That's what we're going to have to deal with. And so that's, what's been going on for the last month. But that's over now. So we have really nothing to do but to focus on this podcast. And so that's what we'll do. Uh, but but yeah, so Steve, uh, uh, how, how have you enjoyed that that uh, championship run? It's it's taken the energy out of me. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty impressive. Obviously, the team started out number one preseason in the polls, uh, went through most of the college baseball season dominating, slipped up a little at the end that caused them, I think it was like five or six in the rankings. And we saw the team... There were a lot of questions and concerns going into the SEC tournament, and then that carried into the NCAA tournament. And the gauntlet, though, that this Tiger team had to get through to end up coming home with the national title, pretty impressive. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess I didn't really doubt the Tigers could pull it out, but I, I was concerned, I will well, say. Well, they lost 24-4. Four four, that kind of felt kind of weird. Yeah, and, that, and that just in general, the postseason, I was like, I didn't know how the pitching staff – would hold up and they were fantastic. Have you seen Super Troopers? 
Yes. The the uh, I feel like the meme that would work after that 24-4 game would be like when they're at the shooting range and he's like, how's your aim today? And you're like, oh, it's great. And he's like, what about that little guy? I'm like, oh, that little guy? Don't worry about that little guy. <laughs> no, it works for me. And then you go out and win 18-4. to But yeah, that's been, it's been crazy. And I've always said like the College World Series postseason is the most insane postseason because, you know, LSU played five games to get through the Super Regionals. Then they played eight games in Omaha. Anyway, the LSU fans took like 70,000 jello shots. Well, we don't need to talk about it. But the reason I'm bringing this up as far as it's concerned to the Saints, other than apologizing for not doing a good job with podcast, is the last time LSU won a title, it's 2009. Do you know what happened? Immediately after that, we went to Saints training camp, and then they won. They went. They went on to win a win a win a Super Bowl. So hey, history uh, almost never repeats itself in that way. But hey, we, maybe we have it. Maybe we have it this year. Maybe this is the year that uh, every all the ducks are in a row. I don't know. It'd be nice. I mean, obviously, it seems like eons ago that 2009 season. You know. Okay. It's quite a while. <laughs> it was quite a while, but it was still a whole lot of fun. And so this year, obviously, the big question is Derek Carr. And one thing I have always said, and one thing I bring up a lot as it pertains to NFL players, NFL quarterbacks, success in the NFL, success in football in general, success in any sports capacity, is something that coaches talk about a lot, but I feel like gets kind of brushed over when everyone wants to talk about, well, why didn't he throw for more yards? Why didn't he complete this pass? Why, why did he make this mistake in this big moment? And I think in a lot of instances, you need to kind of step back and take a broader view and ask the question, is this guy willing to do the work required to be a star in the NFL? It's a question you have to answer in the draft. It's a question you have to answer in free agency. It's a question you have to answer every year on your own roster, right? Like, I don't want Tom Brady who got picked in the third round and is like, oh yeah, everyone's being fair to me about how good I can be. I want Tom Brady in the sixth round who's made it his sole mission to prove everybody wrong. I don't want Joe Burrow at Ohio State getting handed the job over Dwayne Haskins and and just, uh, just a solid quarterback, maybe goes in the third round of the draft and whatever. I want Joe Burrow at LSU after being told, no, you don't have the starting job. And he says, okay, bet. And you that's who I want, right? And so that's the reason when I when I look at this story in the Fresno Bee, they talked to Derek Carr, who was out at a DC for Kids event in Fresno, and he talked to the Fresno Bee. And we were talking about this before he came on. I think sometimes these interviews in these random locations are actually really informative because I think sometimes the players' guards come down because they're like, oh, well, what, this probably won't even get back to New Orleans. You know, why, why would it? And then they remember the internet exists. But, you know, he was very forthcoming in this interview about his time with the Raiders and how it came to an end. And, you know, he said, I was very upset. I was mad. And he was mad because they benched him, not because he had to move on, not because the team was struggling. He was mad because those last two games, they decided that protecting his health for monetary purposes and for potential trade purposes was more important than him getting a chance to just say goodbye to the Raiders fans. And that pissed him off. Right. And so that was, that was step one of like, okay, I'm moving on. They ended up not even trading him. It didn't matter. They would have had to guarantee some of that money if he had gotten hurt. But he said, he's like, I would have just given it like, I would have rather played. He said this as well. Spend nine years at a place, you have all the records and you can play at a high level and for something to get in the way, whether it was for whatever reason, money related or whatever injury related, I would have said, I don't even want the money just to play two more times in front of our fans. I didn't get that opportunity. So it definitely lit a fire inside of me 
to keep going. And, and like, that's kind of where this interview went. If you needed kind of a motivation moment to go all out in the final, I don't know how many years it's have, like three, four, five years, good years left in, in that quarterback's body. You know, maybe he plays till he's 40 like Drew Brees, but you can't really guarantee that. Well, I do think that when you hear quotes like that and you kind of appreciate how Derek Carr arrived in New Orleans, that there is definitely that kind of moment where it's like, okay, I do believe he's going to show up and he's going to go full bore all the way. He's going to demand excellence out of everybody. He's going to look at everybody on the roster and maximize what they can do, right? Like that's important to any NFL team. And I do think that what you see in Derek Carr this year is, is a bit of that. Obviously it's not the same kind of Genesis moment as a Joe Burrow or a Tom Brady, but I do feel like he's going to be out to prove people wrong this season. And that's the type of energy I want as a quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I guess thank you, Josh McDaniels and the Raiders organization, uh, in a sense, for reigniting whatever fire maybe was kind of wavering inside Carr. But I I think it's just one of those situations, obviously. To me, he comes across as a big-time competitor, too, obviously. And in a situation where things weren't going well last season and to be benched, at the end of the year, definitely hurt him, hurt his soul. And I I totally believe like he wanted to go out on a high in front of the fans for the fans because of what he's done for the organization and been there for that long. And he even talked about it with us. It's, It's a little weird for him now wearing, you know, black and gold compared to the silver and black. He he never imagined that day would come. Um, so yeah. And we, you know, we've heard the talk too about, that desire to get back to Vegas this year for the Super Bowl just because it's there and rub it in their face even more. And we got to love that. He was also asked, like, whether if the Raiders had kind of changed their mind and wanted to bring him back, would he would he have gone back? And, you know, he said, once they made my wife cry, that was pretty much over. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus, guys, why are the Raiders such a trashy organization? Unreal. It doesn't right? matter what city they're in. It's just like anyone who leaves is just like, man, that was rough. Um, but yeah, I, I think the saints are happy to have Derek Carr. And I think the saints are happy to even have the opportunity to have Derek Carr. And that's where this team, if they are going to repeat the magic of that 2009 season, obviously that wasn't Drew's first season, but it was pretty early. And it was also another character who felt like he had basically been passed over in the job that he had owned and was suddenly cast out and wanted to prove himself. I think while it was three years down the road from that, I still think you had a very similar moment there. And if you are the Saints and you are hoping to catch lightning in a bottle the way you did that year, it's going to be because this is Derek Carr at his best and he's going to be at his best because he wants to prove everybody wrong. So that's kind of that long form thing. I just thought it was very illuminating and you hear, you're going to hear a lot of that this season and it could go the other way. It could be, man, Derek Carr just doesn't have it. But I, I think you're far more likely going to see Derek Carr kind of at his peak. Yeah, I agree with you in the fact 
uh, the matter too is the fact you look at the NFC and man, Derek Carr better be in the upper echelon because it is weak sauce out there. It feels like all the strong arms, all the strong signal callers are in the AFC. Well, it's definitely true. And yeah, I don't think Derek Carr is going to be upset about not having to face Pat Mahomes twice a year. And that's going to wrap us up in the opening segment of this episode of Inside Black and Gold. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do that. You can follow myself on Twitter at Jeff underscore Nowak. You can follow Steve at Steve Geller WWL. You can follow the show at Saints underscore pod. And you can follow us on YouTube at WWL Sports. We're going to be coming back and talking about free agents that might fit the Saints. That's a question. We're going to answer it. Also, we're going to talk about Chris M.F. Olave and hear from his appearance on the Jim Rome Show. Stick around.